Hi, this is Steve. And this is Lisa. We are coming at you tonight from our beautiful studio in sunny Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you all know, this is Thursday of Hashtag Push the Pod Week. Hashtag Push the Pod. We have put out, if you have not noticed, a podcast every day so far this week. We are doing one today. Well, tomorrow for us right now, which is going to be Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have a special release for you on Friday for the last day of Push the Pod Week. Lisa, I haven't told you this yet. Okay. It technically should be called Push the Pod Two Week because... What my goal is, a pot a, a day all this week. Uh-huh. I can't do it again next week. This no, no, work. no, 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 okay. no, 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 hear me out. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I get that. I'm not crazy. All right? But yeah. the goal, <laughs> the goal that I'm reaching for mm-hmm. by next Friday. Okay. Okay? Is to have 1,000 downloads what? on our 10 episodes that we'll have. Wow, that's ambitious. So hear me out, all right? Okay. You and listeners, all right? Um, Right now, we have about 22 to 26 loyal listeners, okay? Um, Yes, we do. We have about 184 total downloads across about five episodes as of right now. You're you're blowing up all our stats, man. Well, right, but this is Push the Pod Week. So what does that mean? Just like brutal, like like just radical transparency? Yes, yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. Right? Okay. So, those are our stats right now. Okay. By the end of Push the Pod week, we are going to have 10 episodes out. Okay. All right, we're finally going to start telling more people. We've pretty much only been texting and using my Twitter that no one ever follows. Like, seriously, like five people that listen to the show maybe see my Twitter account. Right. No, I know. There's just, I've seen enough of your Twitter account to know that it's not a highly followed Right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, to be fair, I didn't use it for like five years to actually tweet, like at least three years. All right, I guess we'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the only thing. Um, so yeah, we haven't really put it out there yet. All right, okay. so we're gonna start putting it out there a little bit more this week, um, and go from 184 downloads to next Friday. I want to get to a thousand with our ten episodes. Okay. So that's 100 listens per episode. That's really, 100 really ambitious. It is, but Lisa, you know what they say about goals? To have them be reasonable. Shoot for the moon. <laughs> You'll land in the stars. <laughs> and drop off in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think of Lee every yes, time someone mentions I know, you, the moon. I know. Yeah, you're the, to the moon! <laughs> yes, he was an Irish man. Um, some, which, I mean, if we're assuming we're getting that many listeners, a lot of people will not know who that is because we're going to be extending outside our immediate circle. Yeah, it's a shame we're going to be too famous for Lee pretty soon. Oh my goodness. I really feel like I need to play the role of moderator here and say (laughs) that we got into this because we thought it would be fun and a cool way to interact with our friends. And, um, it's just good to have goals, I guess. So we'll aim for a thousand in the spirit of goal setting yeah and also in the spirit of radical transparency i told lisa (laughs) if we could do a podcast that has like 20 of our friends listening to it i would do it for years because that that's all i really need right yeah 20 friends listening yeah everything else is just i don't know numbers on a screen i was thinking nails on a chalkboard you sound like r kelly (laughs) aj nothing but a number (laughs) i don't that's too much that's too much okay sorry about that folks Mm -hmm. um 
But yeah, um, so tonight is going to be a pretty layback episode. Okay. Um, it is very quick. Okay. Um, because it's been a long, long, you know, week of potting. All right, so you give me a break. You yeah. give me a rest. You know, it this yeah. reminds me of is the Iditarod. Um, my boss, um, in her spare time, she lives in Alaska, works remotely there, and in her spare time, she volunteers uh, with her really good friend who is a musher who races in the Iditarod, and uh, my boss takes care of, like, 50 dogs. It's crazy. It's so interesting, her her life. Um, but anyways, they just finished the Iditarod. Um, she came in fourth place, um, which, I mean, she's just very consistent and very, I mean, she's one of very few women that, that run the race. It's really cool. Um, and she's come in second a ton. She sells in one. Um, and sorry, last plug. <laughs> Um, she, um, also has an episode out about her on Netflix, a series called Losers, and it's under Allie Zirkel. Um, so check it out. Yeah, it's very, really cool. Very cool. We watched yeah. it. She's a determined woman. I like her. Yeah. I have, yeah, I think she's such a badass. Speaking of sports in March, mm-hmm. you know what I feel like has been getting like historically low amount of hype in our circle? Our circle, our friend circle? Yeah. I just haven't heard a word about, and it's almost starting. Oh, March Madness? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, I I keep expecting people, because usually people bug you by now about starting your bracket. Yeah, and not a single person has mentioned, because I've been doing this bracket, for many of you who are listening right now are in the bracket, I've been doing it for years, and usually people are hounding me by now, no one has said a word. And then Rams, when I saw him a couple weekends ago, was even saying how he doesn't even watch as much college basketball as he usually does. Which is a shame. It's one of the greatest sporting events, if not the greatest sporting event in America. Maybe this also comes back because the drop-off actually that you're describing, I feel like it kind of coincides with that kind of the end of the kind of couple dominant teams in the NCAA. Remember we were talking about this? I feel like the last several years, there's like the top teams have like several losses and you know, five years ago, like, at least back to when, like, Wisconsin was, basketball was in their heyday, which is when I was really paying attention. Um, I feel like it was really normal to have, like, a perfect season or maybe, like, one loss going into the tournament, and you don't see that. So maybe that's yeah, it. Yeah, maybe that has something it just, to do with it. People love greatness. It just feels like a crapshoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, sure. I don't think everyone, no one wants, like, just, like, one dominant team and, you know, like a, shoot, what are they called? Steph Curry's team. Um, Cinderella team? Steph Curry's team? Oh, in college, I thought you were talking about. Because oh, no, he was. No, no, no. Yeah. Kind of, but yeah, like a dynasty, maybe? Is that what you're trying to think of? The Warriors? The Warriors. No, I was just trying yeah. to think of the name of the Warriors. Oh, literally. <laughs> name, oh, you literally just wanted yes, the name of Steph Curry's uh, yes, team. All right, excuse yes. me. Okay. Yes, but um, I don't, I'm just saying, I don't think anyone wants like a, you know, a boring dominance, but maybe it just feels like anyone could win, which is kind of exciting, but also... Like, what does it even matter? There's a, a lack of a storyline. Exactly. It's a lack of a story line. Exactly. And it doesn't help either that the by far the best player in college basketball blew out his knee. Um, oh, yeah. Um, shoot. Is Zion. that guy the, the Kentucky guy? No, no, the Duke guy. Duke, Duke, Duke. And he was blue. Zion. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, not good. Zion didn't make it to the promised land. <laughs> I mean, that was that was one of the worst yeah, jokes. Yeah, it's I like think. yeah, it's one bad. of the worst jokes we ever had on this. Show. Oh well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I mean, we've had plenty of uh, low moments, but I mean, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. It's not your best work. No, which is a good thing. I mean, if it was, that would 
suck for you. Yeah, right. I th- <laughs> <laughs> it would suck for you too. You have to live with me. Well, I don't know if I'd be here. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Um, okay. But real quick, all right, before we get into the history stuff, I'm going to do one more thing. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Three best, or you, no, we can't say best. It's, you know, what are your three, like, most favorite sporting events? Three Top most three. favorite sporting Yeah, and it can be, like, you know, like, like obviously, like, the Super Bowl is a single singular game, but you could also choose something like the March Madness Tournament. Okay. What do you think? You can't, but you can't be like the season of the Alabama Tide, which I would not say. No, you can way, but... say stuff. Okay, like that you can you say want. whatever you want. Really, there's yeah. no rules. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, like, you could say like a legitimately, it's like the Wisconsin football season is my, you yep. know, that's allowed. All right. So, okay, your favorite yeah. overall like sports viewing experience? Yeah. Then I would have to answer that. Uh, well, oh, uh, maybe I would qualify. I think actually my number number one by far is a Wisconsin night game against a ranked team. That is the best ever and they're very rare so they like there's so much energy and excitement and it's so fun i mean and i mean the last one i went to we upset number when ohio state when they were number one and it was the best night of my second best night of my life sounds pretty epic (laughs) you know what i'm not even offended that is that is no our marriage our wedding was really actually the best it was but yeah that wisconsin game was unreal unreal i will never forget that um so that's number one um, hmm. I I think number two would be um, Packers game. Actually, that's also really quite amazing. Packers game? Like the you, no, you're not understanding. My you don't. Question. I don't think you understand what a Packers game is like. No, it's no, like no, a no. situation. You were talking about like your favorite sport to attend, like singularity. I'm talking about sporting events. I'm like sorry, the NHL it, playoffs. Like I'm MLB sorry, but it opening means more day. More to me when it's the Wisconsin people. I don't feel okay, excited. Okay, fine. You know what? This is America. Me, you answer yeah, how you, said, you want to answer. Okay. Yeah. So you have a Wisconsin football game and a Packer. No, football I have a game. night Wisconsin game <laughs> against a ranked team, okay. preferably Ohio State when they're number one, and we beat them. Okay. Um, the second one being, I mean, I'll, I'll just do it. I mean, most NFL games are incredible. Really, I mean, everyone I've I haven't been to a ton, but everyone I've been to, I have loved, and it had always had the same feel, like just like the shininess of it. Does that make sense? It's yeah, so I like kind of know what you're getting at. glimmery. I don't know, I'm <laughs> such a nerd. Um, okay, and then my third one, you know, it's weird. A volleyball net just flashed in my mind, and I I don't really know where I was going with that. I, I, yeah, I've I, never seen you watch a moment of volleyball. I did growing up a lot. My mom played. She. Was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, number three is watching your mom play volleyball. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go okay. with that. <laughs> All right, sure. Although watching my brother compete in gymnastics, also now that we're on the topic, well, actually, that's I didn't even enjoy that. I, it was so nerve wracking. Oh my god, that boy! It was either like really stressful because he was doing some crazy trick, or it was really stressful because it was like a really close, important Jimmy that some like really big athletic coach was at watching and it was like I could like I had like half a one eye open watching him most of the time okay. but, which is a shame because he was great to watch oh you know what I would do I would like watch playbacks a lot after it was over and it was like safe <laughs> oh once you knew he wasn't yeah when he hurts. landed and he didn't get yeah. hurt and he like did well then I could rewatch it and like with not any fear yeah, yeah for those of you who don't know Ben was a uh, 
NCAA athlete in gymnastics. Yes. So it's very, very impressive talented. stuff. Yeah, until his knee back long, but he's got some decent muscles on him. Just yeah, just a decent couple. Decent muscles. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to answer the question how it was intended to be answered, if that's all right with you. <laughs> <laughs> just to like tell you what I was getting at. Yeah, fine. Because yeah. I like, all right, so I'm going to go in reverse order from three, two to one. Okay. All right. So, number three might be a bit of a shocker because I'm generally not a span. Wow. I just combined sport and fan. It's a span. It's I've a, seen, you've done so much worse. That's I love, a, that's a no, funny. the other funny thing about Steve is that he thinks, he tries to call himself out on like, because again, I think we talk about in one of the episodes that he switches words a lot. Um, he tries to call himself out. But he always picks the most mild examples of the mistakes that he makes when he like says something that like anyone could easily mistake and like and they'll be like, Oh my god, I can't believe I almost said that. I'm like, I can't believe that's what you're freaking out about when you just said Saint Penis Bird. All right. Day. We don't have to bring that one up again. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, so what well, you were a big splan. Yes. <laughs> I am not a big fan of this sport necessarily. Okay. Right? So you would never guess this. Okay. But I really, really love watching the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. That like that would be number three for me. Okay. Um, especially, you know, you have a little bit of money, some futures bets on a couple of teams. Like, I don't know, France. And, <laughs> you know, it, all of a sudden you're this France fan and it's super fun to watch France play. Or what I like to call... Junior Africa team. <laughs> Dude, do you remember what happened when I walked into the liquor store after the semifinals of that French game? Yes, I do. That was great. Yeah. I walked in there and um, in DC, we was in DC and like. Like, DC has this huge Ethiopian population. There's an Ethiopian dude like working the store and then his buddy walked in and he was like, Hey, did you see this play today? And he goes, no Africans play today. And he goes, yes, they did. They were just calling it France. <laughs> and I was like, God, that's a good joke. Yeah, it is. Good. You love that joke. It is. Oh, that's a great... That's a great um, no, it it's is. It's funny. You know? It is. It was um, clever. So that was my number three. Yep. Number two actually is March Madness. It's definitely my second mm. um, favorite sporting event. Yep. First is college football bowl season. Mm. Just watching those bowls are just so entertaining, especially when we used to always watch from Vegas and we have some bets down and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, we have a great time doing that. Right, and then now that they have the playoffs, which I think the 14th playoffs is a very nice touch. Yes, yes, it's true. More more action. All right, Lisa, let's get into some history. All right, let's do it. Now, tonight is an interesting episode for a couple of reasons. Number one, this is one of the few things I'd never taught before. Like, this was, like... Most of what we do here is it's lessons. It's like sidebars of lessons that I teach that I've, are stories I've told like 30 times in my life. Mm. This is totally new. Ooh, new story. But I discovered it while digging around, and I thought it was so interesting. I was like, I'm going to turn that into a freaking episode because it's really funny. Let's go. Okay? Okay. Now, the other kind of weird thing about this episode tonight... Mm-hmm. Is that what I try to do is tell an interesting narrative, like a story throughout history. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> I do. <coughs> uh, All right, uh, no uh, good. All right. Um, we need to get cough buttons. <laughs> what? We don't even have microphones. We're just talking into the voice memos. And stuff. Yeah, it's what uh, real podcasters and DJs have. 
Wait, they're really called that? Yeah, you hold it down oh. so when you cough, it mutes the microphone. Oh, that makes me kind of... I wish I kind of was loving the idea that you made that that term up. Oh, Yeah, sorry. no. Okay, no. so we need real cough buttons. But the yes. good news is we don't have to invent it ourselves. <laughs> right. Although, maybe that's the bad news. <laughs> okay. But anyway, the other weird thing is, like, I'm trying to have, like, these interesting narratives, right? Mm-hmm. But really... It's just a simple fact that I find so incredible about this episode. So, it's... About this episode or this story? I mean, both. How, what's I the guess they are synonymous the at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we ever get going. Right. Um, okay. We're getting there. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be like, I'm going to tell you what the deal is, and it's going to be like, oh my god, that's crazy, and then everything from else isn't, you know, I'll fill in some details and it's not that exciting. Okay. So this episode is almost like, um, it's basically like the movie, The Happening, of of podcasts. Okay. That's a funny joke. Have you not seen The Happening? I haven't, so I mean, I really wish I was here for you on the reference. Yeah. I'm sorry, letting you now, down. Okay, I know down. we're, we're going to get into it soon, but now I have to explain The Happening. Uh, sorry, well there's right. probably one other person that's like, whew, phew, I was really hoping <laughs> I wouldn't have to Google it. Do you know what The Happening is? Like, do you even remember it happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say hard no. It's an M Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, whew. I thought this was like a a big like historical event. No, that no, I no, missed. hell no. And I was getting, no. I was like, wait, it doesn't sound familiar, but I don't really trust myself. No. Um, okay, it was a M Night, Sh- uh, <laughs> as you like to say, Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, Starring movie. Marky Mark Wahlberg. Oh yes, I feel like you always like randomly bring this up. Yeah, because it's a hilariously you. terrible movie. Okay. All right, and this is what happens in this movie. God, okay. God. All right. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, happen and happens a lot oh. about the movie, the happening. But okay. anyway, this is what happens in this movie, and it's going to happen in this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So the happening opens up. All right, you're in Central Park, New York City. All right. Two women are talking. All of a sudden, one of them pulls some like hair thing out of her hair. Suicide. What? So it's got a real bird box vibe to it. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, and then all around New York City, everyone keeps committing suicide. All right? Cut to Mark Wahlberg in a classroom teaching, like, middle school science. All right? (laughs) And then, like, the government comes to get Mark Wahlberg, and they're like, hey, we need apparently a middle school biologist to help us with something here. Everyone keeps committing suicide. We don't know what's going on. All right? Yeah. Then, one of my favorite slash one of the worst scenes in movie history. It's literally about 17 minutes into this film. Okay. They give you the twist 17 minutes in. All right? And it, like, pans in on Mark Wahlberg, and he's going, You're a scientist. Think like a scientist. What's going on, Mark? I don't know. You're a scientist. And then, like, the breeze blows, and then he's like, Oh, my God. It's nature fighting back. They're killing off the humans because we're killing off the plants. And that's literally what was happening. Like, they created a pollen that, like, you know, you'd ingest the pollen or whatever and have a human, like, commit suicide. Oh, and then the movie me. goes Don't on for, like, another two hours. about that. That would be terrifying. Dude, to be fair, yeah, if they ever, if they ever figured it they out. They could do it. I mean. Like, let's hope that they're they not They could just stop Shyamalan making oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. God, that would be that easy. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's a good thing they're not sentient. No. Um, okay, so... So anyway, that's what's going to happen here. I'm, I'm not... There's no way that Bird Box was not taken from that narrative, by the way. 
Yeah, it sounds that's very, so I didn't similar. Realize the leaves blow. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it was like a there's like a like an ominous breeze that comes by, and yeah. then people start committing suicide. Yeah, I didn't even make that connection until like literally when I was just talking about it. Yeah. Also, retroactive spoiler alert for Bird Box. I just realized that's something that like is a twist that they don't learn. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll put um, spoiler alert in my my tweet about this. So, like the six people that actually listen to this pod, or sorry, that actually read my Twitter and listen to the podcast mm-hmm. will know. Okay, I was gonna say if you're planning on six total, then you're setting your goals way too high for a hundred an episode. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. No. okay. So Twitter only. You'll say spoiler alert. Right. And then we'll put it in the comments on the pod. Yes. Okay. All right. Perfect plan. History. All right. <laughs> Let's get to it. This is another colonization episode. I'm obsessed with colonization. Okay. All right? This is what we're doing. Sorry, but it's just like... You're just making weird hand gestures. That's why I'm making a face at you. But they can't... Lisa, the listeners can't see my hand gestures. But I have to look at you and speak. And, right. and it's distracting. <laughs> if you look like you're like... It's inappropriate, honestly. Yeah, say it, Lisa. You look like you're cupping balls. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what you're doing with your... Maybe you need to get your mind out of the gun. Maybe you need to come up with some normal hand movements. Okay, all right. All right. You always are doing weird stuff. They're normal hand gestures. They're not. Dad, if you ever listen to this, they're normal hand gestures. No, the real problem is that you just you have like a stiff hand and you can't like these are my talking hands (laughs) it's how i get points across don't move as quickly as you want them to like (laughs) i can see the flickering in your eye where you're like expecting them to do something and then they just take like twice as long and they're all creaky i don't know it's weird All right, Ooh. you're done. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm now done. Now on my Twitter, uh, my, I'm going to have to tweet, like, my hand movements so people know I think know you need to give up the Twitter yeah, in terms right. of, like, whatever you're it's trying to fix It's basically useless, but just in case, it is Lincoln Blog Cabin. <laughs> 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 no, I am Cabin. But anyway, let's talk about colonization. Okay. Lisa, I used to use a phrase when I was still teaching about colonization. Yeah. Right? There's the big five colonizers. Okay. The big five. I'm talking European countries, obviously. Okay. Okay. I think you can figure out who the big five are. Go. France. France is one of Germany. Them. No. Italy. No. England. <laughs> I really thought you'd be better at this. Yes, England. So France and England. Sorry, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little spaced out when you were... Like setting up the question, so you were all just I naming heard... the five biggest countries in, the, in Europe. Yes, I sorry. Yeah, I'm okay. So sorry. You know, you're like a kid. I have to take a cell phone. <laughs> I usually am wrapped with attention for these things. I just had one moment of just yeah, and right. then I forgot. So what's so the let's full do this question? Again, okay. Right? Yeah. It's the 1500s. It's the 1500s. Five big colonizers. Five big colonizers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the Portuguese, the Dutch. Uh, the British, the French, and um, and the Spanish. Yes, there it is. Okay. Okay. Now those five countries that you just named mm-hmm. pretty much colonized all of the Americas. All right. There's some exceptions, particularly if we're talking north. But today's episode is about Central America, South America, and the Caribbean, particularly the Caribbean. And those five countries you just named hmm. colonized. Pretty much 
all of that area. Yeah. Right. And that's why we speak those, they speak those languages right. in all those countries. Right. Right. Can I tell you a quick side note about um, Portuguese versus Spanish in South America? Uh, Portuguese versus Spanish in South America. Yeah. yeah, sure. So you know how Brazil is like freaking massive? Yes. And you know how it was a colony of Portugal? Yes. And then there's all these little smaller Spanish-speaking countries? Yes. So what happened was, is they signed a treaty, Spain and Portugal, called the Treaty of Tordesillas. Okay. And they split it down, which is approximately where Brazil ends and the other countries begin. And it's just like, it kind of looks like... Spain like broke up their colonies into small little countries, and Portugal was like, nah, just screw it. We'll just have this gigantic, massive country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we don't no need to break it up. It's fine. <laughs> but that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, no, it is. It's so much bigger than every other country. Although Argentina is not, it's not small. Yeah, but Brazil is. And like, Peru is pretty big too. Brazil is legitimately the fifth largest country in the world. Yes, it's and it's massive. and I'm, I don't know if we already touched upon this. On no, I don't think that we did, but. Um, the map look makes Brazil even look smaller than it is. Yes. Um, so it's yes. really, really large. What the, what she means by that, folks, is that countries closer to the equator on most map projections look smaller than they are, and the further away you get from the equator, the larger they look because of the way uh, a sphere projects onto a flat uh, page. I heard that also the Europeans were the ones to make a lot of the Eurocentric maps that we have today, and it also the way it was set up on the globe it made them look bigger and it made Africa look smaller and that yeah. was another event uh, that sounds that sounds like European <laughs> right. yeah. but anyway of those five countries alright there's this one island that was different there's this one island it's a pretty famous island now it's Tobago 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 yeah from the country of Trinidad and Tobago yeah okay I now I went there well, about two years ago for work really yeah, yeah. Nice. Were I you mean, in Tobago or Trinidad? Trinidad. Yeah, because Trinidad's yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. All right, so Trinidad and Tobago, it is an archipelago country in mm-hmm. the Caribbean. It's a sovereign country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tobago was originally colonized by not one of the big five. Six, it was, sorry, I should use the phrase successfully. It was first successfully colonized by a European country you'll never guess. And this is what I find so freaking fascinating, is the country that colonized Tobago. Okay. All right? Now, we're going to play a little game here. Okay. We are going to pause. I'm, like, literally going to pause the podcast recording, um, and I, I want everyone listening to play play along, okay? Because dead air is bad, so I'm going to hit pause. Um, Lisa, here's the game. I'm going to give you 10 guesses of European countries. There's something like 44 European countries. Yeah. You already know it's not five of them. Yeah. Okay? 10 guesses to tell me what modern-day country you think colonized Tobago. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to pause it and give you a moment to think so we don't have a bunch of dead air. And you try to, try to, try to do this. Okay? Okay. All right. By the way, this could be a great commercial time oh opportunity. God, Just out of it. All right. And we're back. Lisa, give me your 10 countries. Liechtenstein. No. Luxembourg. No. Um, uh, Greece. No. Hungary. No. Poland. No. Croatia. No. Estonia. No. Latvia. Oh my God, you got it. <laughs> yes. It took eight guesses, <laughs> and it is the country of Latvia. And I only said it because I was just running. At that point, I was just like, I'm going to go through all the Baltic states. <laughs> right. Wow. So, yeah. So Latvia... 
apparently some sort of powerhouse colonizer. Okay, Latvia. Wow, how that's surprising. It is so strange, and I'm going to give you some statistics about how strange it is in a second. Okay. But I think there are people listening that don't even fully understand what Latvia is. Yeah. Do you want to you want to explain Latvia? Ooh, um, I just know that it's there's like these three kind of Baltic states that you know share some similar cultural and like geopolitical realities: Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. You know, there's a decent amount of Latvian refugees from my hometown, um, and that they were at one point on, in part of the Soviet Union. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good rundown, right? They're called the Baltic States, as you mentioned, because they're right off the Baltic Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are right next to Russia. They are the tiny little states right next to gigantic Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, they absolutely were former Soviet bloc countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them, Latvia... Used to be called the Duchy of Courland. Is that right? Duchy or Duchy? I don't know. I, I, Duchy? I, I, I can't. I need a spell in here. I don't know. D-U-C-H-Y. Oh, yeah. Duchy? Duchy? I don't think Ducci? it's Duchy. I mean, it's like, you know, there's this... Okay, sorry. Time, this weird analogy. I don't know if this is going to land. Um, there's this girls episode. And it's um, it's when back in like really early days when they were really funny and good. Um, and, uh, she, Lena Dunham is talking to this girl and, oh, I can't remember what the name was or what the, but it was basically like, she was like, my, it was like Aaron. She's like, my name is Aaron. She's like, oh, nice to meet you, Aaron. She's like, no, it's Aaron. I can tell that you think it's spelled with an A, but it's actually spelled with, you know, like something like that. Yes. And it's like one of those things where it's like, if you are seeing the Y in your head with the, the D-U-C-H-Y, it's like you, do she sounds like cute and not. Like douchey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, yeah, but yeah. like you know, so it's I don't totally know. different meaning if you're looking at du- the spelling. Yeah, so du- I'm going du- duchy. Duchy. Okay, let's do duchy. I mean, I don't want to keep saying duchy, so I yeah. think we yeah, should yeah. say duchy. Let's go duchy. Yeah. Pass the duchy to the right hand side. Is it right <laughs> or left? I don't even know. I shouldn't Maybe sing songs left. I don't know the words to. <laughs> but this is hard though. My voice is so incredible. <laughs> but anyway, oh, uh, it was called the Duchy of Courland at okay. the time. It was not called Latvia. All right, and God, that's a random name. Well, to be fair, there's lots of duchies around. Like Poland was a duchy, and what it is is it's like you know so how a, a kingdom is ruled by a king. Uh-huh. Well, the duchy is ran by a duke, so it's not like a fully sovereign, centralized nation. Huh. It's like a smaller little subsect that's still held by a king, huh. technically, right? And the Duchy of Courland at the time was rather wealthy, right? Because that's what those five, the big five, have in common. Uh It's two things. It's a lot of wealth, and then it's a big centralized government. So you mentioned, when you didn't know the question, you mentioned Spain and Germany, for example. Sorry, Italy and Germany. Yeah. But the reason that those are two wealthy countries that never did any exploration and colonization and imperialism is because they were so late to centralize their government. They were a bunch of city-states, right? Yep. Yeah. But that's why this is even weirder is because the Duchy of Courland was essentially a city-state. Yeah. It was like tiny little Latvia. Yeah. And they were somewhat wealthy and they saw an opportunity to build more wealth. And they sailed to the Caribbean and they successfully took over Tobago as a colony. And they did the regular things that you did with Caribbean colonies, which is trade stuff like sugar, rum, coffee, tobacco, and my favorite tortoise shells 
I shouldn't say favorite. Yeah, yeah, that just means they're killing tortoises. I'm yeah. sorry. I take that back. <laughs> oh. Tortoises. It's, your fav- it's one of, yeah, one of, to say one of your favorite animals, not your favorite activities. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Um, fun fact left over from it. Okay. okay. Is that they built one fort that lasted. Okay. They had a settlement. It was a fort was built around it. It was called Jacobus. Jacobus. Yeah, but since then the English, of course, took over Tobago after the they left, and it's now called the Fort James. But it is done in like Latvian style. So if you ever want to see a Latvian building, you don't have to fly all the way to Latvia. You can pop on a train and head down to no train. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I literally just said plane. How did I hop on a plane? Or perhaps you know a why? Because your brain your brain was going planes, trains, and automobiles. Guarantee it. Was. it, guarantee, it was. guarantee it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you could, in fact, wow, I had no idea. That is really super duper random. It is totally random. And it sounds like, it just sounds like it, that it wasn't necessarily like a really brutal colonization. That, I mean, you only mentioned trading, and maybe that's just me wanting to think that maybe this one time they just, you know, set up a little office and did some trading. <laughs> <laughs> um I think on pretty much any island, there was probably a native population there. Yeah, but they did. They I didn't. I yeah, but they could have gotten along, maybe. Well, sure. Until smallpox killed them. You're right. Okay. So at the very least, disease. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, Latvia still had access to uh, you know farm animals, so right. therefore were exposed to smallpox. Right. Um, but let's go with that. Sure. Okay. Everyone was happy. Yeah. Sure. Perfect. Um, just to throw a couple of statistics at you, because like I'm sure there's people listening that still don't understand why this is so weird. Okay. And, like I personally have like studied colonization and taught colonization for a really long time, and I can't stress how bizarre this is. Yeah. Right. So if you look at the CIA fact book, okay, mm-hmm. the big five countries we just named, okay, that were the big five colonizers. Of all of them, all of them, even though Spain and Portugal have terrible economies right now, mm-hmm. they're still top 50 economies in the world mm-hmm. because they're wealthy countries, right? right? Because they extracted a bunch of resources. Yes. Yeah. Latvia right now is the 108th wealthiest country in the world. There's about 196 recognized right. sovereign Depends countries. who's counting. It does depend. <laughs> That's a very good point. But it's approximately 196. They're 108. And for Europe, that's really low. And here's the deal, okay? Trinidad and Tobago is the 114th largest. So there's pretty negligible difference Mm -hmm. between the two in, like, today's modern society. Where, if you look at, like, an example of, you know, the UK, which is, like, the fourth largest economy in the world right now... Like, most of the colonies they left behind, like in Africa and the Caribbean, are going to be in, like, 120 to the 180s. Yeah. So there's, like, always this giant Like, it's an inverse almost, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it's kind of weird, yeah. Usually it's, like, you know, you have, like, like, these two things, and one just feeds off the other and grows big, and then the other one unfortunately suffers but like in this case they both were like oh just this is awful for everyone (laughs) everyone's losing why (laughs) why uh to be fair it was only really a colony for like less than 20 years 
Um, so there wasn't like a massive impact, lasting impact here. Okay. But just the fact that they Latvia had a colony in the Americas is a crazy thing to think about. The other stat yeah. I want to throw at you is that when 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 they did this, the population of the Duchy of Courland was two hundred thousand people <laughs> in the entire country. That's a third of the size of Baltimore. Yeah. That's nuts. And as a comparison, UK at this time was 5.3 million. That's a helpful comparison. Yeah, and yeah. they were just a small little island. Yeah, wow. Wow, jeez, man, they were, they were getting work done. Yeah. Jeez, I mean, not to approve of this behavior, but just no. saying, that is like, a, that's not an easy feat. Yeah, it is bizarre. And I just I discovered it when I was digging, like, reading into, like, our... Um, the what's what do we do the lost colony episode oh yeah like i found this and i was like well i am gonna talk about this because it's too good yeah i appreciate that that's a very uh fun and random fact yeah fun little side story mm-hmm. um lisa we talked a lot of bs at the beginning of this episode so i think we are good to wrap this up huh yeah no it's kind of it's gotten Yes, yeah, I, really, I like I was like, oh man, I don't know if this is gonna work. I didn't talk about this in about four minutes. <laughs> but now we're about ten times so as long. Underestimate my ramblings. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, uh thanks for listening on Push the Pod Week. Uh we Push you'll hear a pod. release for us tomorrow. Um thanks a lot. My name is Steve and I was a history teacher. And my name's Lisa and I'm Ariel.